holy, 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 holy. He said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Sometimes we don't understand where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Which means wherever God is, you can reach in and grab hold of liberty. You can grab hold of healing. You can grab hold of deliverance. You can grab hold of freedom. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We honor you today, God. Precious Jesus. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for access to all that you are and all that you've done. We ask you to lead and guide us this day. Speak, Holy Ghost. Move as you will. And we'll give you the praise, honor, and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And if you love him, can you say amen? Amen. If you can go to Matthew 11 for me, Matthew 11, and stay to your feet. Matthew 11. How many of you know God is good this morning? I know I moved the chairs around, so don't get all discombobulated on me. We were trying to work some things out with the cameras, so don't blame it all on me either. Hallelujah. Isn't God good this morning? Hallelujah. How many of you ready to go in kingdom advancement? Oh, y'all ain't excited enough. Y'all still sold into the world. How many of y'all excited about kingdom advancement? How many of you know there's nothing that you're going to access in the kingdom outside of the spirit realm? You know, I've noticed that we are learning how to operate spiritually with spiritual teaching. How many of you know the average in the body, in the world of teaching today. How many of you know we haven't really entered into the realm of spirit teaching? We have learned to be focused and entered into natural teaching to help people get to the spirit. But there's a difference between getting you to the spirit and actually where you're in the spirit and we teach you from the spirit. So a lot of times we have to uh, spend time trying to get you in the spirit to teach you things of the spirit but I believe it's time to start teaching things from the spirit. Because if we have to spend so much time trying to get you in the spirit every, how many of you know we've had, we have messages to get people saved, but we don't have the messages for the Christians. We, 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 you see, everybody got a salvation and a hell message, but we don't have a message to get the Christian beyond where they are. So by default, if you don't teach me where I'm going, I got to go back to where I was. So you got to keep me at the altar of where I've been. See, the problem is we haven't heard spirit teachings. So we've learned the naturality and the commonality of carnality, and we're so used to that. So we come in carnal. But we don't realize that we came in carnal. We think we're coming in to get in the spirit. But the Bible says that when you come in, come with a song, come with a prophecy, come, come in with one, and we're going to gather together and stir up the gift together. And, but we haven't learned that. So we come in waiting to get in what's supposed to be normal in. Because they taught us, as long as we get excited, and we go home and come back 
have to get ready. How many of y'all know God is trying to break off your getting ready and make you stay ready? Come on, I, I, I'm tired of you having to get ready. God told me one time, he said, God, you know, I got to go do this prayer thing. He said, wait, 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 where do you get this from where you got to go get ready? I told you to stay in the spirit. I See, some of us, see, you got to learn how to stay there. Be ready in season and out. It's a difference between going pray for something and then manifesting something. But we haven't seen that those something so long. Now we've made doctrines to prove why they. Oh, y'all hear me this morning. So God is wanting to dig deep. And deal with. The areas where we have not rendered. Ourselves to him. So we're going to talk about kingdom advancement and continue on. In that topic, I want to talk about a transformed mind this morning. Tell somebody my mind is about to change. Yeah, I need a transformed mind. But I don't need to just transform it. I need to keep it. Come on, there's nothing wrong with attaining it, but can I keep it? Come, come on, how many of y'all tired of not keeping stuff? It's like, man, I remember God, but I, I, I'm tired of not keeping it. I enter in, you know, but I'm, I'm tired of losing it on the way. So we're going to talk about what in us that's keeping us keep losing it on the way. Matthew 11. Father, we thank you. Come on, reach your hands up right now. There's a, a move right now. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. We thank you. Matthew 11, 12 through 20. And from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by what? And the violent take it by what? Take it by force. For all the prophets of the law and the prophet, uh, prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has an ear, let him what? He who has an ear, let him hear. But to what we shall say like this generation, it is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to their companions and saying, we played the flute for you. We did not dance. We mourned to you. Excuse me. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We mourned to you and you did not lament. Verse 18, for John came neither eating nor drinking, and they said he was a demon. And the son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, look at the glutton and the wine burrow, and the friend of the tax collectors and the sinner. But wisdom is justified by her children. Mm. Mm. Then he began to rebuke the cities in the most 
of his mighty works has been done because they did not repent. You may be seated. He began to rebuke the cities that he did what? Well, what he did in those cities. He rebuked them for he did mighty works. And they did not what? Repent, which means he did the works to provoke them to repent. Miracles, signs, and wonders is to prove the goodness of God. And to show us where we supposed to come into the manifestation of what he is. When I become a miracle, I don't need a miracle. I'm going to say that again. When I've learned to become a miracle, I don't need a miracle. So those are stages. I learned to get one to become one. And when I become one, I learn to manifest one. So I want you to understand that he, he's, he's dealing with something that we have to understand. And I want to talk a little bit about the, the revelation of repentance. The revelation of repentance. There's a revelation in repentance because we have to realize that there is no heightened arena that you'll ever go from not understanding the revelation of righteousness. Somebody say righteousness. For the righteousness of God, for in the righteousness of God, we go from faith to faith. So faith to faith is the revealance of righteousness. But you can't have righteousness or the revealing of righteousness without repentance. Which means I must come into a level of understanding in repentance before I can even come into a revelation of righteousness. Because until I turn, I don't know how, how right he is. Are y'all hearing me this morning? And you know, pray for my, 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 my audio team. You know, God does things with me. I'll I, I come with a prepared message and God said, I ain't talking about that today. I say, ain't this something? Y'all hold on. He don't want to talk about that today. I'm so sorry. I got a whole thing done. And like, oh, yeah, that's good. And my belly say, no, that's not what we're talking about today. Because I have to set the foundation for where I'm taking them. Come on, I don't know about you. I don't want to lose anything on the way. Joshua was on his way somewhere and, and somebody sitting in the camp because they learned they took something they weren't supposed to take. And they didn't realize why they were losing battles. You went from winning battles to losing battles and they didn't realize what, what happened because something was in the camp. Something got through the cracks. Tell somebody I got to close the cracks. I, I got to close the cracks. Some of us are losing because of the cracks. It, it's not that you don't understand. It's the cracks that's, that's causing the losing. It's the cracks that's causing the mental manipulation. It's the cracks that's causing you not to enter into that level of faith that you're desiring. Are y'all hearing me this morning? So one of the things, and we're talking about the kingdom of God. Can somebody say the kingdom of God? One of the things that you have to understand about the kingdom is in the mind of God, there is no such thing necessarily as stagnation. You're either progressing or you're digressing. You are either what? Progressing or you digressing. You're either going forward or you're going backwards. 
There really isn't no stagnation because for there to be stagnation, that means you can be lukewarm. And God said, I don't deal with lukewarmness. He said, either you're going to be hot or cold. I'm going to spit you out. Now, some of us have learned the doctrine of lukewarm. We believe we can do it his way and do it our way. That's why we haven't understood nor sought out for spirit teaching. Because in spirit teaching, there it's not your way anymore. It's his way. And until we learn to come out of our way, there are certain teachings that I don't want to hear right now. I don't know about you. I've been some playlist like oh, I got to be careful because if you say the wrong thing, it's going to make me commit where I don't. You're going to mess up what I wanted to do. Yeah, see, sometimes we have things that we want to do. And, and if depending on what pastors say, apostles say, he might mess up what I was on the way to doing. So I got to block out with a scripture what he was about to tell somebody spirit teaching. So I want you to understand there's no such thing in the kingdom of God as stagnation. You are either in or you are not learning to operate from it. So I must progress in the things of God. There is no stagnation in God. God is progressive. I don't know where we got this thing in the church that God is not progressive. He liked you to to be, you know, just just holy. He liked you to be poor. He liked you to be broke. He liked you to be unspiritual. But how many of you know God is all in all? He wants you to be all that he is. And the first thing about God is he is not a man. That's the first thing we got to start with. He is not a man. So why do we perceive him as a man? So God is not a man, but we got to realize that in the kingdom of God, God not being a man, he only operates in the spirit realm, which means for you to discern the things of God, you got to be in the spirit realm. So if I'm in the corner realm, I might miss the perceiving and the procedures of God. Tell somebody, I don't want to miss nothing else. Hallelujah. So we, we, we're reading, and I want you to understand that there is, has to be a progression. Go to Romans 1, 17, 23. Romans 1, 17, 23. And it reads, for in the righteousness of God, it is revealed from what? Faith to faith. It's what? For in the righteousness of God is revealed from what? So it's a revelation of righteousness that's revealing him and we go from in the righteousness of the right standing with God and we go from that to faith to faith. Now I just said to you that you can't come into righteousness without repentance. So the reality of it is everywhere I'm not in righteousness I haven't been repentant. Everywhere that I'm still in control, I haven't been revealed to to come into that faith. Y'all, you're getting that. So, so you got to realize the levels has to do with repentance also. Because I, I, I can't have justice for a level, righteousness for a level, that I don't have a level of conviction towards repentance. That's why God would tell you. Don't you leave this this dirty right here. But somebody else going to walk past it and be like, oh, why are you doing that? 
That's why other people can talk crazy and nasty and whatever, but, but you got to shut your mouth. Why? Because the righteousness that will reveal to you, there is a conviction of repentance. You've turned in that area. But we're talking about the areas that we haven't turned. The areas we still in control, we tell God when we're going to do something. We tell God how we're going to do something. I don't know about you. I'm tired of telling God what I'm going to do. How I'm going how I'm going to make it. How I'm going to get it going. Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. How do they suppress the truth? How do they suppress the truth? Which means the truth was there, but they suppressed it. So it doesn't mean just because the truth is there, watch this, doesn't mean it wasn't there. It just means that people have learned to suppress it because they haven't found the goodness in it. This is one of the biggest principles that I realize Christians have to learn to understand. God is a provoker. He don't expect you to serve him for nothing. That's why he said it's the goodness of God that leads men to. So that's that same repentance that you need to be revealed righteousness. But we think it's always showing people where they are. But no, 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 no. If you don't show me where I can go in this God, why would you tell me where I am? So, of course, I'm going to still control the narrative because you don't I don't know if I can trust God in that realm. I've been in control for a while now. I hear that God stuff, you know, but that's good for that area. But let right now, I, I let me be in control. So you have to realize he's telling you, listen, the, the, the truth was there, but we suppress it in what? Unrighteousness. What is unrighteousness according to the word of God? The Bible says anything that's outside of faith is sin, which means anything outside of the progressive word of God, I might be operating from unrighteousness. Also, justice now is not what we thought justice is, which man, means man can't interpret what justice is outside of the word of God. For the just shall live by, uh-oh. So I don't care what group you're going, I ain't even talking about that today, but I don't care what group you join, you don't know justice until you learn how to operate from faith. Because what might be right to you might be wrong to God. I don't know what government y'all living under, but I don't care what this government says when it comes to the government of God. And we tend to think that we lay down our governing aspects when we come into. No, 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 no. Listen, long as this government don't violate that government, we can be cool. Oh, y'all hear me? Now watch this, watch this. And I'm going to move fast from here. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in the Godhead, and they so that they are without excuse, which means nobody's going to have an excuse. You knew you did wrong, you said it was wrong, and you still didn't go turn around. Now, I ain't beating up on the wrongdoer, but just know there ain't no excuse at the last time. 
Hallelujah. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became fertile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise. They became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four footed animals and creeping things. They turned the incorruptible God into something corruptible, which means anything that you're holding on to outside of God is. Anything that you hold on to that's outside of God's alignment is. What have you secured yourself in? Before we can talk about kingdom advancement, we got to understand our security mechanisms. We got to deal because before God bring you into any advancement that he wants to bring you into. See, some of us thought we made it. How many of y'all know God said you haven't even seen what I want to bring you? You you just tasted a little bit because you did more than your parents and you did more than your grandparents. You you think you done made it somewhere. But how many of you know that God said, I want to blow your mind with some stuff. But because you settled in your confirmation and what you, you know, uh, they never had this. So I got to be doing good. So you got a revelation of your own worth because you went to school, right? Because you got the knowledge, right? Because you got the good job, right? Because you got the money. See, your, your pastor, you know not to talk on money. You know, you got to get the church to keep coming in there. No, 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 no. See, the problem is you got to let go of the handles that you have. Tell somebody I got to burn the ships and then stop reaching back. Yeah, I, I, I still got that reach back thing going on. I, I still got that comfort thing going on when I... When my equilibrium is just off a little bit, I just reach back a little bit and say, all right, I I, I, I knew you were back there for me. The problem with some of us, we make God in our minds incorruptible because of our plan B's. Which means you violate plan A. Because God don't have a plan B. Although he'll set you back on track to where you need to be. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So the revelation of growth is a turnaround. Which means repentance. But I got to know and be revealed to even repent. Because I don't repent until it's revealed to me. What repentance is. The more that I know about God, the more that I realize that I. I got to let go of this normality of life and come into the spirituality of life. Are you getting this? The more that's revealed to me, the more much is given, much is required, which means the more that I see of God, the more is required for me to hold, hold holiness. Because it's the righteousness that's revealed that brings us into the next level of faith. How many of y'all want to go higher in faith? Hallelujah. But are you so accustomed to your life that you're not really ready to let go to come into that next level of faith? You say you want it. But remember the flexibility of faith. Tell somebody he's for my good. 
Somebody's life is going to change after today. Hallelujah. So God wants us to not be so caught up where we can't perceive his spirit. He said, for those who have an ear to what? Hear. How many of you know there's a lot of voices that speak to our life? I got more than all y'all. What y'all talking about? I got four cheering. I got a lot of voice, a lot of needs. Hallelujah. Yeah, amen. Oh, what you talking about? Amen. Nobody. Huh? <laughs> you, you get, we, see, there's a lot of voice. The Bible says that there is no voice without a purpose. Which means there are many voices that speaking into your life. There's mama voice, daddy voice, sister voice. You got neighbor voice. You got uh, uncle voice. You got children voice. You got wife voice. Hey, hallelujah. Uh, I'm going to help y'all out too. You got husband voice. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. I know I'm going to help the women out too. Oh, that, that, joke, that joke of voice right there. Yeah. We got a lot of voice. You got the voice of your job. You got the voice of your career. You got the voice of your promise and your money. You got a lot of voices, but he who has an ear to hear. What the spirit of the Lord is saying. So the problem is, it's not that God is not releasing it. The problem is our ear. How many of you know? If I stand here in the presence of God and I can hear God and somebody is sitting here and in another realm, what is the difference? If God is here, what is the difference? Are you catching? It wasn't that God not here because believers like to make it as if God is not here. We like to say, well, God ain't show up yet, but it depends on where your heart is standing. It depends on your position. It depends on your attachments. Because the Bible said, Joshua, I need you to circumcise the circumcise this generation because I need them to be sensitive to my spirit. And most of us only get sensitive for Sunday after service. And it lasts till about Monday. And we back on the track Wednesday, Thursday, Friday operating in our commonality of carnality. So we've made God to no effect because he's only at effect when we are in need. How many of y'all know how dangerous, dangerous need is? Dangerous Need is a dangerous thing. You know why need is dangerous? Because need actually gets you out of the mind of logically thinking spiritually. You say, what do, how do you, what do you mean by that? See, when you're in need, you just take any opportunity, not knowing that the adversary loves need because he knows how to create something to make sure that you don't see that God is your need meter. Because I, God didn't call you to stay in need. He called you to come into overflow. So if I'm staying in need, I haven't identified why I keep coming to need. I'm not realizing that I'm not under the right government. How many of y'all know God is a God of overflow? You know, the uh, demon already got the church because we can't hear stuff like that. We, we, we always call it, pro you know what I have a problem with? People would say prosperity gospel. I get that, but you know what? It's all in the kingdom. It, it's really, I, I don't even know why we talk about that. It's not separate. 
If you don't want to give it to that person, don't give to them. Go where you can go. Why don't you go talk about somebody in the world? But it's only those who are having into those realms always talk about people. How many of you know you ain't got time to be talking about, but you need to be talking about yourself in your own mirror? Why you ain't making it? Come on, sometimes you just got to talk to yourself. What, what's wrong with me? See, the, but the adversary loves to waste your time in other people dealing because as long as you can make yourself look better than them, you make yourself feel more spiritual. Because, uh, you know, it ain't, ain't, ain't spiritual as me, but if you're so spiritual, why is it not on the outside? See, uh, we, uh, see the problem is we've made spirituality, or I'm, I'm, I'm deep and I'm spiritual, but uh, you, are you missing something? Because my Bible says if you're that spiritual, it's going to manifest on your mortal bodies also. Which means there's proof on the outside, not just on what you're talking about on the inside. Tell somebody, I want to be proven on the outside, too. I don't want to just be deep on the inside and on the outside look a mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I got, no, 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 no. Where is it on the outside? Tell somebody, it's my time. Hallelujah. Let's go deeper. Y'all spending my time on the wrong stuff here. Now, now, now watch this. Somebody say the deep things of God. How many of you know there are deep things of God? You know, I, I can't get off it. We had a good time Wednesday, didn't we? You see, we, we got to understand there's things. Somebody go to 1 Corinthians 2.9. 1 Corinthians 2.9. We're in a series, if you've been missing Wednesday nights, we're in a series called Deep. See, some of y'all want to be deep, but you don't even know what deep is. Some of us run from deep, but you don't realize deep actually reveals you. Because you don't know you outside of God. But you're not running after God, you're running after you. Of what you perceive as deep. Are y'all hearing me? Now watch this. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, neither has it entered into where? So you haven't even entered in your heart yet. The things which God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed them through his spirit. Watch this. For the spirit searches how many things? How many? You sure? All things, even yes, even the Deep things of who? Of God. So if, if it's God in you, the hope of glory, you can only know the God in you if you can learn to go. Well, that's too deep, Pastor. Well, you say surface. You broke because you surface. You work five jobs because you surface. Can I talk real, real second? See, see you stuck because you surface. You, you, you want to be this and that, but you're surface. You, know, you want to know who you are, but you're surface. You want to know why relationships are broken because you're surface. Tell somebody I got to go deep. Oh, I felt that one. Y'all, 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 don't get mad at me now. See, this is going to hurt religious folk, church folk. You got to realize God wasn't interested in your surface level self. He's calling deep. See, the Bible says deep call unto deep, which means if you want a higher calling, you got to go deep. Because if you can't go deep with God, you can't go deep in you. Because there are certain attachments in you that requires you going 
we have been so conformed to the world that we don't even realize when those attachments are still telling God, I don't want to go here. Y'all ready to go a little deeper here? Psalms 92.5 says, oh, Lord, how great your works. Your thoughts are very deep. How many of y'all know God is deep? God ain't surface. The Bible says his thoughts are what? Very deep. And his thoughts are deep towards you. How many of you know I'm supposed, I don't know about you, I'm supposed to be manifesting more than I'm doing. Come on, lift your hands if you say I'm supposed to be going further than where I am. How many of y'all see, I, I, I know there's more in me than what I've been doing. I know there's more in me than what I'm, I'm manifesting. But the problem with me is my attachments is keeping me from going deep enough with God to let go and let God. Because there are parts of me that haven't learned that I am in the kingdom of God and I own nothing. I'm a, just a good steward. So I thought that I'm supposed to take ownership on some stuff. And when I owned it, I'd say what, what it does and what it doesn't do. But I didn't know that God owns it all. So all, as long as I stay with daddy, he's going to regulate and revelate to me what's mine. And all I have to do is be obedient and say and declare what he said. Tell somebody his yoke is easy. And his burdens are light, which means when I'm going through more burden than what he told me that I'm supposed to, I might be carrying something that I took on that wasn't supposed to be. Tell somebody I'm learning to turn around today. Hallelujah. How many of y'all know God is for you? If God, come on, your Bible says if God is for you, who can be against you? But 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 what so 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 if God is for you and, and the only one that's really really for you, how I many you know people mess up? People, people, listen, we messed up some folk. How I many y'all know we messed up? You know, our minds are, are pitiful. All of y'all are liars. I don't know why y'all act like y'all not. I'm spiritual. No, you are a liar and a thieving liar. Too. I told y'all about this. But because you have made listen, because you've been made new. See, it's to know me in Christ that I can trust now. Don't put on the old self and act like you ain't a mess. You walk in, oh, no, you ain't none of that. No, you need to understand without God, you are nothing. Without God, you are lying fool. So why are you, you mad at them? Because you forgot you put your trust in them, not God. Boy, if I can do a whole month series on relationships, communicating. Our expectations. I don't even want you to have expectations with me if I ain't in the mind of Christ. You better call it like it is. That's why I set up things in the church and say, if y'all hear pastor going off left, you two do this. And if I don't listen to you, you do this. Why? Because if I'm left, hey, I need you to let me know. I don't, I might not, if, if something unclocked my mind, because how many of y'all know ain't nobody fall from being clocked out? It ain't never happened to me. I'm so spirit. No, no, no. Start walking with God a little longer. Start learning to walk with him alone sometime. Start wait when everybody feel you feel you feel like everybody is against you. So, see, the problem is you haven't walked that far yet. And in the mind of God, I don't allow you to access me outside of me only. So I got to deal with your attachments because until you take me, only me. 
which I mean, sometime I'm going to burn the ships. I'm going to make sure your attachments is not in what your desires of the world were. It's so interesting how comfortable we are outside of the spirit realm. Think about that. We are so comfortable. Which means we bring God with us wherever we feel we need to bring him. We pick him up along the way. And when it's convenient for us, we talk about Jesus to people. As long as they don't get on our nerves. As long as they don't put us our buttons. As long as it don't look like it sound like what it's supposed to. Are y'all hearing me? See, we got to understand we haven't entered into. The Bible says if you've been risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above. But we can't even start seeking what we think we need to seek because we haven't been risen in our minds yet. Are y'all catching this? Tell somebody I'm coming out of the worldly conformity. And I'm coming to a Christ conformity. Oh, the danger of living service level carnal validation. You got to break carnal validation. Some of us, we keep getting validated by carnality. We are validated by our jobs. We're validated.